This is a podcast from BFM 89.9, The Business Station. Good morning. Welcome to Resource Center. This is Audrey Raj. Now, here's a true or false statement for you. SMEs do not have to worry about cyber crimes like phishing, ransomware and other threats because they're too small to be targeted. What do you think? True or false? Well, if you answer true, you're just like many other business owners out there, blissfully misinformed about cyber threats. In fact, global studies show that SMEs or small businesses are three times more likely to be targeted by cyber criminals than large organizations. So what can you do to protect your business and your customers? And how much is adequate protection and and contingencies going to cost? Well, to talk to us about what businesses, especially SMEs, can do with cyber threats evolving, I have online with me today, Yun Kamfei, Vice President and Country General Manager at TechD Distribution Malaysia. Yun, welcome to Resource Centre. Hi, Audrey. Thank you. So, Yun, um, according to a report by MDEC, 84% of SMEs have been affected by cyber threat incidents and 76% uh, have suffered from more than one attack. So, people have come back. You know, So, why does this continue to happen and, and, and happen repeatedly to business that have already kena before? You, you know, are, are we just so gullible or are these cyber criminals just like, they're just terror? Lah. <laughs> How do we put it? Yeah, Audrey, uh, uh, that's a good start. Your introduction of all the data tells that this issue is really a very serious problem, right? I mean, even of late for the last three, six months, we have heard a lot of larger organizations like our election commission, banks, uh, uh, financial institution, and payment gateways, right? got hacked. And these are people who have invested a lot of money to ensure that they are protected. As for SME, this is something where it gets very complicated. Now, beyond antivirus that most of their desktop comes with, uh, quite a lot of security measures. Uh, uh, well, either they are not aware what needs to be done, uh, not investing in it because it's like an insurance. It didn't happen to me. It won't happen to me. So with that, that makes them really vulnerable. I mean, to all these attacks and and. These attacks are getting more and more sophisticated. And, and at the end, the idea here is no longer just uh, to test their technical uh, ability to hack into a, a system, but now it's a source of making money. And SMB, with that low level of security, uh, they are really prime target for all these hackers, uh, all these cyber criminals, you can put it that way. Mm. So they really have to uh, step up the game to make sure that they're protected on all these matters. And, and there are lots of things that uh, is needed to be put in place. Uh, and most of this security can get really complex. So to navigate through all these things, uh, uh, they have to start thinking about it first. Right? Okay, uh, Yun, maybe I'm, I'm just confused about you know what kind of cyber threats or attacks that we are talking about here can you give us some examples of like the most basic ones that you've heard about and also the most changi ones like you know, we just want to hear when you say cyber attacks and cyber threats what do you mean like you know where will they attack first please give us some examples uh, you know, so we understand 
Well, I'll take for example the recent uh, events again from all these big. They get your data database they got your ic number they have got your phone number your name with this information it could be even your email right so with that they can either send you a message through your phone send it through your emails and from there because they have your details you would think that they are from a trusted version right so with that you will then provide more information and and that's the start of someone you think is trusted, therefore you continue to engage them. And that's where the, the cyber threat will begin, right? So it's normally someone that you trusted. So uh, this is called phishing, right? Getting information from you from a seemingly trusted source. And mm. with that, you get it. And, and this issue gets more complicated because these are not targeting... Uh, uh, the company is targeting an individual in a company. And in a company, you have all kinds of... Uh, level of security awareness right so with that security you might think that that's coming from a friend coming from an authority of a bank right where you just click the link and and once that click it affects the entire organization so it can be anyone it can be smb if it can go into a large corporate it can go to any smb right so individuals within the organization it's the biggest loophole uh, where such cyber security threat comes from right so you just take one person to get that into the organization so mm. it, it's real and it's happening that's where your 84 percent comes in right mm. so I'm, I'm just wondering since we already recognize that the modus operandi is to attack uh, a single personnel in an organization or in a in a business um what kind of measures need to be put in place so that there is you know there's that that stop get measure and that you know this and you and you're saying that this usually comes in via email right so like um what can we do to kind of enhance that security because these emails seem to be slipping through the basic uh protections that organizations already have so so what's the basic what what do we need at least to kind of like first filter to stop these phishing emails from coming in so the two overriding approach obviously the first one is awareness among the employees of the organization i mean clicking links, uh, uh, making sure that they are, they are more mindful of the sender. All this awareness, it, it's primary. So that education process, that constant re reminder, it's one key thing that an organization needs to do constantly. Obviously, the second one is using technology to help you. right? So uh, things like uh, screening through that mail and, and checking whether these are mails where these are not frequent, this could be uh, suspicious. It's suspected or there are elements of uh, uh, malicious where malicious mm. intent in that email, right? So nowadays there are quite a lot of this kind of uh, software, security software that allows uh, helps you check, right? The, the built-in intelligence constantly checking every single mail that you receive, right? So uh, products like what we we have like MailGuard three six five. These are products that can help you. And, and this is just one portion of mm. the type of security, but mm. it gets many layers of security where someone uh, can attack you. So that many layers will require a lot of help. Right? So, so mail, yes, that's one source of it. Uh, so mail is one major source. Mm. Now, I'm also curious, Ayun, um, how is this different from how large organizations 
are being targeted? Is it also via email? Is it also via phishing? How are the larger organizations um, being targeted by uh, cyber criminals? Wow, that's that's a tough one. Well, mail is always uh, uh, the most common source, and and the larger the organization is, the more employees they have, the more uh, opportunities someone can get in, right? So, but they are also uh, what the larger organization has is that they put in place tackling many layers of it, right? At at the uh, firewall level, at the application level, uh, at, at the mail level. So they have many layers of what they have to make sure they're protected, right? And including database, right? So the, they have already protected themselves in many areas of uh, their database, uh, uh, the employee emails with alerts and screening of that mail. So even with all this protection, you hear a lot of all these hackings, right? So uh, for SME, they do not have all these layers of protection. So what we suggest is really to start off with at least the male protection first. And along the way, get uh, uh, an expert to help guide through and navigate through all the possible security uh, uh, vulnerabilities uh, they might face along the way. And it depends on where they keep the data, whether it's on cloud, whether it's on-prem, on-premise. So each environment is different. So uh, having an expert to advise them along the way will help a lot. All right. Uh, we are going to take a quick break for some messages. But when we come back, we talk more about security when it comes to cloud technology, um, as well as how TechD Malaysia is playing a role in providing uh, a critical frontline of cybersecurity defense for SMEs. All that and more happening on Resource Center. Stay tuned. BFM 89.9. Be free minded. BFM eighty nine point nine. You are listening to Resource Centre. This is Audrey Raj. Online with me today, I have Yun Kam Fei. He is the Vice President and Country General Manager of TechD Distribution Malaysia. And we are talking about cyber threats uh, and cyber attacks involving SMEs right here in Malaysia. Yun, uh, before the break, you were talking to us about just how gullible uh, SMEs have been, uh, you know, thinking that, you know, they're just too small to be attacked by cyber criminals. And, you know, now we now, we now know, you know, according to data from MDEC that 84% of SMEs have been affected by some kind of cyber threats and 76% of them have actually had more than one attack, you know, and they've just been blissfully unaware or misinformed about the threats uh, that are against them. So maybe you can talk to us about the kind of work that you do at TechD Distribution Malaysia, how you are helping SMEs protect themselves better, you know, and like generally what kind of cases you see and, 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 and how you're helping these SMEs protect themselves better. Well, uh, at TechD, we are a distributor. Uh, so we, we have multiple products where it's focused on security and we work with multiple uh, channel partners that we have with different areas of expertise. So we get to see quite a broad uh, base of uh, the challenges that is faced by the market. And, and we our role, obviously, is to find the right product to fit into what the market needs, especially the SMB, right? where they need more help than the large corporates. Now, uh, along the way, there are, yes, the awareness itself, uh, it's 
the key thing. So uh, what we come from is obviously the technology angle. From the technology angle, uh, again, uh, mail is one thing. And, and moving to the cloud right now, a lot of them are moving the cloud because of cost reasons, because, uh, uh, well, there's less upfront investment. That's a lot of value in cloud, yes, for sure, right? So that value uh, helps them with the working capital. But along the way, actually, this makes it uh, actually better in protection, right? So moving the cloud is not just about just cost, but there's also the value in uh, having protection. One of the biggest vulnerability comes from, uh, uh, well, I guess, gaps in the application, like uh, products like uh, Microsoft, as you do it, it's never perfect. There's always some patches they need to. And, and this is where such patches causes a lot of uh, uh, issues, right? And that's where the virus come from. Now, by going to the cloud, all these things are handled because you get the latest version. And putting on a cloud, obviously, there's a lot of other security measures uh, put in place. That's why you don't hear a lot of uh, uh, breaches in cloud, uh, uh, or a cloud platform. So, by moving to cloud alone, you have already tackled quite a lot of uh, security-related issues, which you might not be aware of. So, you, so by moving to cloud, but then again, moving to cloud also causes another issue where now you are more open, and once you're breached, therefore you get well <laughs> the the whole impact of it, right? So, doesn't that also means that if you're on cloud, you you are safe? Mm. Unfortunately. It doesn't work that way. So therefore, uh, moving to cloud also means that you have to have a different way of protecting yourself, different uh, area that you need to secure yourself. Uh, and the fundamental of uh, uh, email security, uh, uh, the behavior of not clicking, all this still applies. Right. So if you look at uh, from that angle, moving to cloud helps one. Putting some security measures into it will help you beef it up. So you, you can take it that cloud plus some security measures in place, especially on the uh, uh, mail security, uh, on your data protection, uh, where you will try to prevent some of those ransomware by having some backup, just in case someone lock in your data and, and you have your, your backup data to, to reinstall back so that you, you don't have loss of data. So some of these security measures will help a lot, right? So there's some also some basic backup in what you have when you go to cloud. So quite a lot of all these things are already in place. And the big thing about uh, ransomware, uh, antivirus, uh, the virus attack, all these things will like partly be taken care of when you move to cloud. And, mm. and for SMB, it goes beyond saving costs, uh, saving working capital. Right. Um, I'm putting myself in my husband's shoes and he runs a very small uh, brick and mortar business just down the road from where we live. And I'm just wondering, like for a, for such a tiny outfit, does he really need to enable cloud technology to protect himself from ransomware or from phishing or, you know, all these other cyber threats? You know, it just seems like for these small businesses, it's such a large ask to move to cloud technology. What can like the, the really small businesses do uh, to protect themselves, you know, other than just mail guard? Um, is there anything else that they can do to add that extra layer of protection? Actually, it is uh, that uh, those small setup, uh, the the smaller offices that is under resourced to tackle mm. the the IT environment. 
you will still need the technology with the small outfit. You still you need more technology to help you uh, to run the business. But having that technology would mean that you well you have a limitation of IT skill sets, but at the same time you need the technology. The best platform and, and obviously limited funds too. Actually, mm. the solution to this is to go to club, right? So you get a lot of things protected from you. Uh, in fact, when you do that, you actually release yourself from some of these uh, technicalities that you need to tackle with. So what we advise is really to get someone to help you out. There are a lot of uh, security providers out there that can provide uh, advice. But again, all these things are very basic. Uh, should we be really fearful of this? Yes. But the basic things, are they really in place for everyone? Like, for example, a simple backup. Uh, we are aware that actually most of SMB do not even have a basic backup. So mm. some of these are really quite easy to deploy. Some backup, some basic backup, uh, mail security, right? antivirus. These are very basic things that you can put in place. So with this, you probably will, that 84% will drop for sure. So, so yes, it's a basic, and, and it gets more sophisticated, but tackling the basic ones itself is already a big win. So yes, for your husband who operates that business, tackle this three. Yeah. They 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 are not part of the they can be not part of the statistics. Right, right. Fingers crossed. Now, how much would something um like just to tackle the three basics that you just mentioned, how much would something like that cost a business? Is it very expensive? Is it something that you know that is a recurring cost? I mean, it will be a recurring cost every year if they have to renew subscriptions and stuff like that, right? So how much would something like this cost a business? Uh, the, actually, it's very cheap. Well, I wouldn't say very. It's very cost effective, right? So as opposed to in the past uh, where you need to buy upfront and, and set it up yourself in your office, going to club because it's pay-per-use, pay-as-you-use, so it becomes subscription and you either pay on an annual basis or on a monthly basis, right? So like, for example, a backup, it costs, depending on the capacity, it could cost just maybe 100, 200 ringgit uh, uh, on backing up your data. And for, uh, of course, for uh, for such security products like MailGuard, it, it really depends on the number, number of user. So just like you, you pay licenses for Microsoft uh, 365, so mm. this is just an add-on, uh, probably uh, another 10, 20 ringgit per month kind of extra per user, right? So for that little thing, that small amount, you actually, it's almost like an insurance, like buying to yeah. get the peace of mind. Exactly. You get a backup. So it's really a, yeah, incremental. It's not a lot because now you don't have to buy all your investment upfront. Mm. So small amount of investment to get a peace of mind and not be part of the statistics, right? Mm. Yun, uh, just before I let you go, I, re- I want to talk about that statistic again. And, I, and you said earlier that, you know, that people don't have to be part of that 84% of uh, SMEs that have been uh, affected by cyber threats. Um, what can we do to help that percentage go down in 2023? Well, uh, first, Malaysia... Uh, uh, has a benefit of cybersecurity Malaysia, which helps track all this data and, and create that awareness. Obviously, uh, people like us who is in distribution, uh, well, our motive is to sell, but obviously for us, we need to get that awareness out there. So yes, we are running quite a lot of programs together with our partners. There are lots of activities, uh, 
organized out there. I mean, uh, talking about security from various aspects. So uh, I guess for the SME, be aware of such uh, initiative out there and, and attend and try to understand more about the security actions that need, they can help them protect their business. There, there are a lot of them happening. Uh, we are working with some associations to make sure that some of the uh, business association, their members are also getting protected. We are also working with uh, the IT partners to uh, have uh, well seminars or conference to help SME understand the security uh, uh, challenges that they might face better. So lots of initiative. Yes, there's still a lot more to do, but actions have been taken to create a higher awareness uh, from various uh, activities that we're running together with our, our partners. Yun, thank you so much for taking the time to speak with us. For more information on uh, TechD Malaysia, is there a website that we can go to? Yes, definitely. You can just visit uh, my, my, my tech D, T -T -C -D, uh, dot com, mytechd.com. Uh, well, you have some of the information. But more important, if you can, reach out to the reseller. We, uh, we, are, we are dealing with our partners who handles all these things. So they are the one that provide more detailed information. And if you missed out on any part of this show, you can go look for the podcast on our website. That's bfm.my. You can also find all our podcasts on the brand new BFM app that's available on the Apple App Store and on Google Play. I've been speaking to Yun Kamfei, Vice President and Country General Manager at TechD Distribution Malaysia. My name is Audrey Raj and this has been Resource Centre on Enterprise, BFM 89.9. You have been listening to a podcast from BFM 89.9, The Business Station. For more stories of the same kind, download the BFM app.